0: The IDP Pro Players Pod on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. And right now when you bet $100 at WinBet, you get a $100 free bet on the house. So head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Welcome back to the IDP Pros Podcast. My name is Johnny the Greek. I am joined with my good friend and the senior IDP analyst at the SGPN Network, the IDP tipster himself, Mr. Gary Van Dyke. Before we get into things, we just want to let you know we're brought to you by WinBet, which is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Make sure you sign up today to make a $100 bet and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash winbet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Bowl Challenge. $250 in cash and a $250 gift card to the SGPN store is up for grabs exclusively on the SGPN app. That is the College Bowl Challenge. Get in on that today. This week, we're looking at uh, week 14, I believe, and looking at week 15. Gary, how are things? What's new? What's happening?
1: I, I'm enjoying myself now. I kind of hit a little slump there mid-season. Actually, I made it through mid-season in just the last few weeks, man. It just kind of seems to drag out at this point when you're, you're looking at things over and over. Am I mistaken in thinking of that?
0: Nope, you're not. Anyone that's done this for more than this season knows exactly what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> All right. I, I think I got like my seventh win, though. So I think we're ready to roll for the rest of the season. I'm excited. Uh, I can't wait to watch this uh, Ohio State-Georgia game.
0: Yeah, that is going to be good. And uh, we got a ton of NFL action to cover from this past week. And we've got a full week with no buys coming up in the start of playoffs for many. So we'll get you all set up here. Let's start with the NFC and AFC North and the Chicago Bears, who were on by last week. Biggest news here is probably Jaquan Brisker has cleared concussion protocol, is good to go, healthy to play this week. And just remember, the other safety is DeAndre Houston-Carter with Eddie Jackson on IR. What do we got on the Bears? Anything for this week?
1: I know there's a lot of people that's uh, been looking at Dominic Robinson, I believe, uh, the defensive lineman there that's really came on lately. He's more of an edge guy, so this is kind of a rough matchup for him this week. Just uh, I think he still has a nice little floor, basically, but it's all going to be tackle-based.
0: Right, yeah, they got the Eagles this week, and if guys like Micah Parsons can't track down Jalen Hurts, uh, it's going to be tough for this dude. Wait, that's
1: a big turnaround. If I do remember right, Philadelphia was one of those teams last year. It was like uh, juicy to have a matchup against the edge on them.
0: Yeah, not not this year.
1: <laughs> no, no, I could. Don't quote me on that, but if I recollect.
0: Yes, sir. So Bears are looking good. Should be a big week for uh, Brisker and Jack Sanborn and hopefully DeAndre Houston Carson and Nicholas Morrow as well. We shall see. Let's move it on to the Bengals where I got nothing. Status quo. Jermaine Pratt did see a bit of a bump up to 81 percent of snaps. And I saw something crazy today. He's had over an 80 PFF grade each of the last four weeks. That's pretty wild.
1: Wow. Yeah. I, I thought it was kind of weird that when Trey Hendrickson went out that we had a fellow named Zach Carter step in. Uh, I didn't look too far into Carter. Uh, usually it would be Cam Sample that would be that third guy. Uh, so, I mean, the matchup wasn't good anyway, so there's nothing to suggest here. Just pushing that out there because both of them played about the same amount of snaps it's something to keep an eye on.
0: Yeah, and that that is also a situation to monitor going into this week. Uh, Hendrickson did get dinged up. That'll make things interesting this week. All right, let's move on to the Lions. We do have some Lions news. So Romeo Okwara got his first start of the year last week. He only played 38% of snaps, but their pass rush is essentially beyond Hutchinson, non-existent. So I would guess he sees a bit more snaps. What what do you think uh, for this week?
1: It's just an avoid. If it ain't Hutchison, I I'm not messing with it anyways. It's it's not time to be playing around too hard on these playoffs, and uh, this hasn't worked out so far at this point. So there's no reason to think it's going to go anywhere real quick.
0: And we still got a bit of a mess between uh Rodrigo, Mr. Rodriguez, there, and Derek Barnes. Barnes was injured last week and did not play, but Malcolm Rodriguez still only saw fifty one percent of snaps. So it looks like they've kind of limited his uh, snap share. Regardless, that's not good.
1: They're just protecting their investment, I would guess. Um, Plus, you might be looking at a tandem of Barnes and Rodriguez next year. I kind of doubt that. I think Angelone will be back. Uh, Don't quote me on his contract. I think he's there on a one-year. If not, it's no more than next year. As it goes, you know, I, I mean... We've seen a lot of teams do this, winning or losing. They're they're just giving these guys a break. That's true. So
0: that's something to keep an eye on. But we've abandoned ship on Rodriguez for weeks now, plural. So uh, I think we're good. Browns, we got a ton of news here. So we all thought, not just me and Gary, this is all of IDP Twitter, that Tony Fields would be the guy last week. It was not. It was Deion Jones. But guess what? Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa to IR, done for the season. So it has to be tony fields now along with deon jones unless you think jordan kan- kanazik is going to be the guy
1: <laughs> yeah his name was mentioned after last week after we talked and you know it's kind of hard to believe we we're sitting in this situation and deon jones i mean i dropped him in one league he was done as same. far as i was concerned yep so you know but i promptly picked him back up in a best ball last week i got lucky dropped him in the same waiver wire picked him right back up I've done forecasted is the rest of the season. And this guy for a serious comeback after some shitty situations happening this year, uh, he could actually be the highest producing inside linebacker for fantasy football.
0: Yeah. So, so Dion is, Looking like a really good option through the fantasy playoffs. Tony Fields or Jordan Kanozik, I would. I'm just staying the hell away. Because, I mean, sure, it'll probably be Fields. But this is the last week on the planet you want to screw around and take a guess. The other uh, big piece of news here was Miles Garrett, who some people had left for dead because he didn't do some, you know, didn't produce for a couple few weeks, had a monster game last week. Couple sacks, bunch of tackles, uh, just wrecking house. And uh, that's that's why you don't give up on guys like that, because he won a lot of people their weeks last week.
1: And you deep, dark degenerates, if you uh, are looking for some kind of reach play, if John Johnson is out, because I think he's questionable with the knee. Uh, Ronnie Harrison is a serviceable guy and uh, the matchup's decent
0: enough. We've seen Harrison as a starter before and he's produced well. So yeah, if John Johnson's out, that's a good move. Yep. All right. Moving on to the Packers. So Adrian Amos is healthy and able to play this week. So it should be him and uh, Rudy Ford as the two safeties. Devondre Campbell's healthy. Quay Walker's healthy. Looking good. Uh, Ravens. Marcus Williams, first week back from IR last week, played 98% of snaps his first week back, had an interception and a few tackles. Looking pretty good. How are you feeling about that?
1: If I remember right, Kyle Hamilton also got a nice full snaps, too.
0: Yeah, and I actually didn't even check the Geno Stone snaps, but I'm guessing he's the guy. Yeah, Yeah.
1: he went to the wayside. I think it was like 8% or something. It was way out there.
0: So that's a great safety that, you know, not a lot of people have thought about because, you know, he was he's been out the last two three months. Marcus Williams, if you need a safety. Roquan played 95 percent of snaps. Patrick Queen, 91 percent. So about the usual.
1: Want to make sure that nobody jumps on his Kyle Hamilton snaps just yet.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're getting in playing time, but it's not it's not enough for any consistent production. Moving on to the Vikings, Harrison Smith was out last week due to a neck, a neck injury that he reaggravated in practice late week. Josh Metellus was the replacement, and we, we've said that all year because we saw that earlier in the year. So, you know, we hope you're able to get him in. Uh, that is the direct replacement. If um, either of their starting safeties is out, it's uh, Josh Metellus. Uh, anything else on the Vikings?
1: I want to apologize for suggesting Cameron Bynum and trusting him after he got the job done for a few weeks in a row when a matchup was right. It was right last week, and he flopped. So, you
0: know, ugh, fantasy football God struck me down. Oh, that's okay. I got to do the same shit when we get to the Patriots because Marcus Johnson played a whole bunch because uh, Jalen Mills and Jack Jones were out. So I look like an idiot too this week. So we're good. I
1: had to question it in my mind as soon as I seen it. Smith was out how Bynum would do, but I done put it out there. So, uh, I mean, Metellus is not Harrison Smith. So I think that they really let him play up in the box because he had a hell
0: of a game. Metellus did. Yeah. Yeah. He like 11 tackles or something.
1: Yeah. yeah everybody. Somebody asked me, said, man, said I can pick him up, Smith out. I'm like, grab him. <laughs> oh, yeah. No doubt. Yeah. I mean, that, we found that out last year, I believe.
0: Right, whoever plays that role, that box role for the Vikings, has incredible numbers. That was Bynum a couple weeks last year when Smith was out. It's Metellus this year. Moving on to the Steelers, where T.J. Watt, 89% of snaps, had his first sack since week one of the season. Congratulations, TJ Watt. Yeah. Everyone, everyone that paid a first, second, or third round pick for him in Superflex Startups uh, finally got something. Good, right. good for you.
1: Yeah, I know this is like a little bit off course, but Isaac Boggs, remember how I had that DraftKings run going? Yeah. Yeah, it had like three or four weeks in a row they had this guy for a sack. Well, he finally recorded his first sack this past weekend.
0: <laughs> so the the money train's over.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. Well, actually, DraftKings finally caught on a couple of weeks ago and pulled them. Ah, that's funny. That's funny.
0: Okay. Beyond TJ Watt, we got more shenanigans at linebacker. Miles Jack only fifty six percent of snaps, while Devin Bush still gets the lion's share, eighty four percent at inside linebacker. This still makes no goddamn sense. Do you have any idea what's going on with this?
1: uh don't put Miles Jack in there in harm's way because I think he did well enough at the beginning of the season. I think he's back next year and he kicks off the season just like he did this past year. The main linebacker.
0: Yeah, you might be right. Cause they're, they're five and eight, right? Like they're not going mm-hmm. to the playoffs. They're not going anywhere. They, they just lost their starting quarterback again. Um, yeah. I think they're done, done.
1: Right. I don't think it was a demotion or anything.
0: Just buyer beware, though. Uh, you can't trust Jack right now. And Bush is actually shitty, like, as a player. So uh, be careful. All right, let's take a quick break. Are you ready to win some money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with win rewards on WinBet. Looking to get involved in the same-game parlay? WinBet is your home with their WinBet and Build Your Own Bet. This lets you customize the bet that you want to make. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today and receive a special offer. Bet $100, get a $100 free bet. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash winbet so that they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. This offer is subject to change, terms, and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call one 800 522 Four seven zero zero. All right, let's pick it up with the NFC and AFC South. We got the Bucks where both starting safeties were out again this week. So we got Logan Ryan and Keanu Neal again this week. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on any of that?
1: Yeah, we're right where we were. I mean <laughs> can't trust Neil if either Edwards or Winfield plays. Yep. You know, and then if one of them only plays and I would look at Logan Ryan as the guy that's probably going to be playing in there uh, with whoever it is, it's just a big pile of shit. If you can avoid it, it would be the best.
0: Yeah, it's dangerous. That's what it is. So this is right. the first, first week of playoffs for a lot of people. And this is not the time to screw around.
1: And now these guys have been out and our rule of thumb is usually, you know. Especially as much as Winfield has been out, a rule of thumb is don't play him the first week back.
0: Right. Because they could ease him back in or he could re injure himself. There, you know, there's a bunch of bad things that could happen. That's all I got for the Bucs, unless you got anything else.
1: Oh, that Joe Tyrone Chinook.
0: uh, Shoyenka, Yep. (laughs) There it is.
1: Thank you, sir. But uh, he's questionable. And believe it or not, I like this matchup a little bit with the Bengals. And Mm. if you're in some deep, dark, generate league, then uh, the Carl Nassib.
0: Yeah. Carl Nassib, I think. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. A
1: long time veteran. He actually can be serviceable. I mean, if you're just looking not to take a zero and a
0: box score and he can get to the quarterback. That's absolutely true. The Bengals offensive line, while it has been better this year is traditionally a weakness. So yeah, I'm with you. Our guy Hicks, Akeem Hicks, he showed up a little bit in the box score last week. Oh, excellent. Good, good, good. Yeah, that's we a... had,
1: we, I believe we had mentioned him last week, so I oh, yeah, thought yeah, I'd yeah. throw that yep. out there. And, yep. and it's, it's not bad this week either.
0: Yeah, and that's a really good deep league defensive tackle stab if you need a guy. Not a DT1, but still a, a good option. All right, Colts, I, I got nothing. Everyone looks good to go for playoffs this week. Uh, you got anything we should be looking at? Pays back, looking pretty good. Yeah, he he is. He had a monster game before that bye week. Um, he's playing his good snaps too. Uh, I would go pay, and then obviously, then N'g- got Ngakwe after that. But uh, decent options if you need it.
1: Got to be nervous about Buckner, man. He just hasn't been able to get it done consistently, especially in his playoffs. And this is not the cherry of uh, matchups this week. So I'd actually prefer Stewart over Buckner this week. I was asked a question between Hargraves, Buckner, and Huge. Mm hmm. I told him hard graves. I mean, I, yep. I just, I've got to stick with that. And that matchup against the giants is just outrageous. You can't trust huge. I mean, Buckner is kind of like a uh, safe floor play this week. You just hope he gets three or four tackles.
0: I hear you. And Buckner has been a little beat up this year too. So uh, it's, it's been iffy, but uh, you know, they just had a bye week. So he should be feeling fresh. Heading over to the Falcons, Uh, the only thing we were really looking at before their bye week last week was uh, Tyler Anderson was gaining snaps and Michael Walker was losing snaps, but that had evened out and uh, stayed the same for a few weeks where they're both kind of shit out of (laughs) luck. Neither one has full snaps. Uh, Anything else we should be thinking about or thoughts on any of that? Yeah, I'm going to write an article about these kind of tandems on
1: the, you know, you've got the Lloyd Mooma, you have the Walker Anderson, you have the uh, Bush Jack. I mean, there's plenty of them. This isn't a whole article we could write. Yeah. Who's screwed?
0: Yeah, that's I, I like that. It's a great article idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, So that's the, the only real issue on the horizon. So just be careful if, if you're playing Michael Walker, just, you know, keep in mind, he's not going to play every snap like he was earlier this season. And, uh, Troy or it's Troy Anderson, not Tyler, excuse me. Um, is, is only playing 30, 40% of snaps. That's not enough for any consistent production. So just keep that in mind. All right. Jaguars where we absolutely have news. So Muma was out with the injury last week. Lloyd was back in 100% of snaps. Pretty decent game. Chad Muma is practicing this week. He put in a limited practice today. Today is Wednesday at the time of recording. So we're now looking at the first week of playoffs and the possibility of having to guess which one of these guys is going to play more snaps. What the hell do we do with that?
1: Dang, clear of it. Best I'm, you know, and if it's a desperate situation, if Mooma's going to play, you got to go with him. I mean, you just, you know, you got to look at the prior playing before the injury. So, but it's definitely just one of those things with all 32 teams playing. Hopefully you don't have to go here.
0: I'm with you on that. I'm avoiding this. So I've got an all IDP league. I'm in that uh, linebackers are like gold and I'm starting a safety over trusting Muma in a weird spot this week instead just because I know I'm going to get 100% of snaps and I know I'm going to get decent production uh, instead of guessing because um, this is not the week to guess. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens this week and circle back. Stay away from it if you can, but if you do got to go with someone, it's probably Muma. Beyond that, Andre Sisco was back at practice this week, full practice today, so he should be good to go. That means Andrew Wingard will disappear. He's also dinged up, so good timing for Cisco to be back. Any other thoughts here?
1: The uh, edge rushers in defensive line, they, they've got a rough matchup. So if you can avoid them, I'd try to.
0: That's right. It's the Cowboys this week who scared the shit out of me. But, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, Josh Allen and uh, Trayvon Walker actually both had good games last week. So uh, that's not the norm for those two. Just keep that in mind.
1: That, I guess that's why we kind of mention these for people that are listening is because you'll see some production – And when that catches our eye and it's an outlier performance or it's going to be followed up by a real shitty matchup, that's why you kind of drop the dime there.
0: Right. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Especially these days with the American attention span and the ADHD generation, uh, everyone just looks at last week or the week before and they expect that's what it is like. No. I'm looking at not only the full season, but, you know, since these guys have been in the league, because, you know, we've both been doing this for like 20 years. So we're looking at the 30,000 foot view here. Huh? Oh, yeah. Right. Attention span thing. (laughs) (laughs) Well played. All right. anything else in the Jaguars? Uh, Nope. All right. Let's move on to the Panthers. Panthers are looking good, man. Uh, No one is banged up that I know of. We got tons of really good IDP options this week. Who the hell are they playing? The Steelers, I believe. Yeah, yeah. What kind of matchup is that for, like guys like Burns or Derek Brown or the linebackers?
1: I gotta like it for Burns. Actually, like it a lot for this entire line. Uh, Yodis Mattis. He actually might get something here if you're looking for a deep, deep dart throw. Um, And I've got one even farther than that with. Marcus Haynes Sr., Uh, very deep play. That one would really, I mean, that's a super dark throw there. But the guy has been producing with his limited snaps. And this has been kind of an outlier season because you got to look at Alex Singleton. you got to look at some of these other players that aren't getting these super 90% snaps, but they're producing like they are with 65, 70. That's crazy.
0: Right, absolutely, and uh, yeah, this this is this is good timing for these guys to all be ready to rock too, because we got two solid linebackers, couple solid safeties, uh, lots of good guys on the line. Like, this is a really good team for IDP production. Let's move it on to the Texans. So Texans last week, Petrie, 100% of snaps, massive game. He looks great. He's ready to rock and roll. Uh, They got the Chiefs this week too. So he is really ready to rock and roll. Jonathan Owens, 82% of snaps. I didn't see anything else that really struck my fancy. So I'm guessing Christian Harris and um, the other Harris um, or the other Christian, Christian Kirksey, both played 100% of snaps. I'm a little bit
1: worried about this defensive lineman, Oko Ronko, basically overachieving with the amount of snaps that he's getting, which I think is like capped around 45% each contest or something crazy. Mm-hmm. So it's just a really risky play. Another guy we just mentioned, you know, he's he's a defensive lineman, so this is a really small share for a defensive lineman. This would be non-touchable with an inside linebacker. But either way, at the 45%, he's producing. There's another super deep dark throw uh, with a decent matchup this weekend.
0: So be careful. Don't do it unless you have to. And uh, if you can, trust the, trust the to dance with the girl you brought, right? Right, exactly. Moving on to the Saints, where they were also on by last week. And the biggest thing to remember here is... It's very likely going to be Pete Werner, not Caden Ellis this week. Werner probably could have played uh, before the bye week, but they gave him another extra week to rest. So odds are good that he will play this week. Keep that in mind. Check those inactives. Check those beat writers. Figure it out. If you're going to trust Caden Ellis this week, make damn sure it is going to be Caden Ellis before you put him in. Yes, sir. And if uh, Werner plays... far as i'm concerned you played neither right because ellis has showed enough that who knows what happens yeah anything else in the saints
1: oh that ganderson the defensive end he got some more snaps Got a little bit of a bump this past week i believe actually performed well um he's catching everybody's attention again i just thought i'd mention it good dynasty stash
0: absolutely and uh yeah other than that saints look pretty ready to rack all right, heading over to the Titans, who got annihilated last week by the Jags. Let's keep that in mind when we look at some of these snap counts, because it's pretty likely these guys rested a decent chunk of the fourth quarter because this one was over. Imani Hooker, 88% of snaps. Andrew Adams, 78% of snaps at safety. Dylan Cole, 82% of snaps at linebacker. In for the injured David Long, who went to IR, I believe. That's pretty good. That's not bad for a waiver wire linebacker. What do you think? Definitely. Yeah yeah and then
1: definitely keep an then, eye on Monty Rice
0: right and then Monty Rice too yeah. we got we got two serviceable guys Rice had 71 percent
1: yeah we brought him up uh, a few weeks ago I was getting him on the radar I actually got him in a couple of articles SGPN at least one yeah keep your yeah. eye on that guy I mean he's was a high draft pick I believe he was a second rounder what two years ago possibly There's some momentum for him running into next year. The guy's missed a lot of playing time in his career so
0: far. Absolutely. That's what we ended up with for the Titans uh, going into this week. It looks like Cole's pretty safe. Rice is pretty safe, you know, as like an LB 3-4 uh, Andrew Adams does not strike me as all that safe a money hooker either what do you think
1: tell you what you think is not safe I'm getting ready to blow your mind because I'm going to suggest that uh, Bud Dupree is actually a really good play this week uh, the Chargers for the last three to four weeks. Of really allowed a lot of production off the edge, and I, I'm not sure why, but he, by the numbers they have. Uh, Dupree's actually put a couple of good games together here. If you're looking for a hell Mary and it's off an edge play, uh, this is probably my number one suggested guy.
0: Yeah, I'm with you, man. I I remember Dupree back on uh, the Steelers, I believe it was. He's He's been productive in the past. It's definitely possible.
1: Again, go with what got you there.
0: Yes, sir. We are brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. We're back with Underdog Fantasy, and if you haven't signed up already, you can still get a 100% deposit match up to $100 when you use the promo code SGPN. Just go to underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN for that 100% deposit match. Underdog is great for their weekly battle royale format, as well as getting an early start with their playoff best ball. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, let's pick it up at the NFC and AFC East, and you're going to get a slightly less enthusiastic one this week, but how about them Cowboys, who just barely beat the lowly Texans, but a win is a win. I'll take it. Not a lot to see here. Dorrance Armstrong, 45% of snaps. That was game script, though. The, The Texans just ran the shit out of the ball, up to and including... Splitting quarterback time with Jeff Driscoll, who came in and played quarterback slash tight end. That's his position on Yahoo, as crazy as that is. And uh, just just ran a, a lot of weird, weird plays, but a lot of running. And uh, they didn't have to pass rush all that much. And they were up in front all game. So I'm not worried about Dorrance Armstrong. Uh, what do you think?
1: I don't know, man. Go ahead and keep talking it out. I know that it had to look terrible from where you were sitting (laughs) hey just mark this up maybe they were practicing for their next opponent who knows you know who practices for houston
0: this is true but uh beyond that everything looked normal snaps wise i think we're looking good all right let's head over to the bills uh bills Nothing to see here, really. Greg Russo, 59% of snaps. Tredavious White was up to 100% of snaps for the first time this year, though, so that's good news for anyone that needs a pretty solid corner stream against the Dolphins this week. Any thoughts on the Bills?
1: I believe I want to warn you guys to stay away from that defensive line this week yeah they're going up against Miami this week with that defensive line rotation they're all healthy and even worse they did not replace Miller as we mentioned last week with a linebacker like AJ Klein as I thought uh what they would normally do so they're using this the all their defensive line which are all healthy and this matchup against Miami is just not good
0: so buyer beware on that and uh other than that I think we're looking pretty good for injuries and whatnot. Um all right. Commanders who were on by last week. So one piece of good news, one piece of interesting news. Good news, Montez Sweat was back at practice today, Wednesday. So it looks like he's going to clear concussion protocol by Thursday. Be ready to rock this weekend. So we should have him back for playoffs. Chase Young, practicing in full, and is trending towards playing, and we've heard that before, so who the hell knows? What do you think? (laughs) When it happens, we'll deal with it. Yeah, yeah, for now, you can't trust it. Um, Anything else on the Commanders? The
1: only one I'm trusting is Sweet, and I know I'm just picking on the, well, I can't say that, because Allen, Sweet, and Payne against the Giants. Right. Play them all.
0: So other than that, business as usual, that is the commanders. Moving on to the Dolphins, where Jerome Baker was up at 95% of snaps, Alandon Roberts down to 54%, Eric Rowe down to 66%, which none of that is shocking to you or me, because we know this defense fluctuates massively week to week, but it might surprise some of the people that were writing those waiver articles saying Alandon Roberts was the next coming of Jesus. Yeah,
1: (laughs) Uh, the one thing that I have to notice and I uh, hear I go blowing my own damn horn again, but I do remember mentioning that when Chubb was traded to Miami, that it was going to work out better for Phillips than it would Chubb.
0: Yeah. He's been pretty good lately. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It would, it would really benefit Phillips out of the situation and so far so good.
0: So that is the dolphins. Let's head over to the Eagles. Where Reed Blankenship, who is the backup for Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, suffered a knee injury. It is short-term, but he will miss this week. Kayla Von wallace is the replacement, I believe, unless you heard different. Nope. Other than that, their starters got to rest because they absolutely annihilated uh, whoever they were playing last week. I can't even remember who it was. A snoozer. Let's move it on to the Jets, where uh, the big news was Quentin Williams was injured. He did put up two sacks and a bunch of tackles before that happened, so he got you a huge week. But that injury is not good. Uh, He's essentially been the DT1 this year. Uh, He did not practice today, so not looking good. So that is the Jets. Not much to see there other than Quentin Williams' injury, and uh, obviously keep tabs on that. Moving on to the Giants. Jalen Smith, 84% of snaps. Micah McFadden down to 43%. Xavier McKinney, there were rumors that he could return soon. It ain't happening this week, it looks like. And then Adoree Jackson is also returning soon, but he is currently not practicing, and uh, it probably won't be this week either.
1: Pretty well status quo. Love the interior defensive lineman matchup, Lawrence and Williams. Uh, So much so with this one that Ryder Anderson would be filling in for Leonard Williams, which I know this is some deep shit again, but here we go. There's you an option. It's a living body with a great, great matchup.
0: That's it. Sometimes it's all about the matchup. And we've seen that. We've seen that many times this year where it doesn't matter who the hell's in the position. The position itself is productive. All right, moving on to the Patriots where now it's my turn to eat crow. Marcus Jones played a whole 67% of snaps last week, but he did manage to get a bunch of tackles and an interception. So I look like an idiot. Uh, He he did that because Jalen Mills didn't play. Jack Jones didn't play. And everyone wanted him for his offense. His offense was one catch for 12 yards. So as much as I was wrong, I wasn't wrong. Beyond that, Matt Judon, 72% of snaps, about normal. Duggar, 85%. That's down from the week prior. And Wise, 64%. Anything on the Patriots.
1: It's hard to trust you. If this would have happened just a few weeks ago, and we had some consistency, say, for the last six weeks, then I would be on board to go ahead and say, hey, man, pick that guy up and get him in in this matchup. But I just can't bring myself to do it.
0: And it's uh, just like the Dolphins and just like the old Lions. It was not this year's Lions, but Lions defenses in past. This defense fluctuates so freaking much. You can't trust anything other than a handful of guys.
1: It's, it's scary in more in one way. Fact. The National Breast Cancer Foundation reports that a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer every two minutes. And we already know finding new innovations in research, surgical options, and clinical trials is essential to finding a cure. And to all those fantasy football ladies that may be listening, we also know with early detection your survival rate goes up. And that's why breast self-exams are very important and the best way to give your old girls their best fighting chance to win the championship. So, with all that being said, the fellas here at the IDP Pro Players Pod would like to remind everyone, the National Breast Cancer Foundation does take donations. So please, Go and give what you can, and let's give our mothers, our wives, our sisters, and every woman the support, the resources, and maybe even more importantly, the hope by knowing we all really do care.
0: The IDP Pro Players Pod is also presented by IDPGuys.org, where managers and fans can further fear fantasy football knowledge into the depths of Dynasty, individual defensive players, Superflex, and beyond. That was IDPGuys.org, where they do way more than just defensive football. Let's wrap it up with the NFC and AFC West. We'll start with the Cardinals, where uh, business as usual from what I saw other than some minor cornerback injuries. You got anything on the Cardinals?
1: It's now or never for Marcus Golden against the Broncos, which is, believe it or not, the last three or four weeks has been like a top 10 team allowing production off the edge. But what I mean for this veteran is now or never is, uh, he hasn't done much or anything this year, and it's kind of astonishing. It's it's a guy with a great matchup. There's a
0: flyer. Absolutely. Matchup's half the battle. Uh he's been good in the past, too.
1: Right. I feel like I'm just throwing darts everywhere tonight.
0: Yeah, that's okay. People need him. People need him. That's the Cardinals. Everyone else played normal snaps looking good. Moving on to the Broncos. Alex Singleton maintaining that nice high snap percentage, third week in a row, or fourth, maybe even. of snaps last week. So that's looking excellent. And then we got some good news today. Randy Gregory is returning from IR and was practicing.
1: Yeah. You know, what's funny is because Zach Carter, uh, he's actually been playing across from Browning and been outperforming him. I was getting a little bit of interest in him and then lo and behold, oh yeah, I got to check on Randy Gregory's status and bam. So, Cooper will probably head back to the bench because they do like Browning. Uh, It's an avoid situation across the board until we see what Randy Gregory can do. And uh, considering he's been out so long, I mean, I know he's got to be ready and healthy. Uh, It might be a little bit in some deeper formats. Go grab him and stash him. See what happens.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's not a week 15 thing. This is like maybe... We see how it goes this week and next and then championship game. You need a guy. Bam. Randy Gregory ain't a bad option at that point. Yep. Let's head over to the Rams where it was another week without Aaron Donald. Gary, we'll talk about his replacement here. I'm positive in a second. Yeah. that Ernest Jones only played 70% of snaps. Donald is questionable this week, but I bet we're both thinking they're just going to shut him down. No, I'm
1: not really sure why you would say I'd be talking about his replacement. I mean, just because I like this kid. Did you know this kid is actually from Oakwood, Ohio, which is actually Dayton, Ohio. It's a neighborhood in Dayton, Ohio, and it's right not even half hour, 45 minutes down the road or something. Maybe a little farther than that now because I've moved farther north, but I guess you can call him a hometown guy. Uh, (laughs) uh, So that's pretty cool. I didn't know that until just recently, so here I've been on his bandwagon, as you might know, and as you alluded to, uh, John, (laughs) but uh, they got uh, Green Bay this week, and it's not that great of a matchup, but I mean, so far, this guy's overachieved, so if you need it, it's not a bad matchup. I just don't think it's going to be sack-related. Packers, not the greatest matchup for that. But, eh, you know, it's the it, beginning it, of the season. They were at the beginning of the season. Green Bay was giving up the sacks on uh, Aaron Rodgers like uh, candy. Uh, remember all those frustrating looks? Oh, no, give it. Sure. Down. What the hell? Yeah. I got dirty. Whatever. They They've cleaned that up over the season.
0: Right. And it's dependent on Donald not playing. So and it's a Monday night game. So you'd have to wait all the way till then. There's. Yeah.
1: Aaron Donald's about the only guy at this point of the year that normally I would say avoid him the first game back, but he hasn't been out very long, and it's Aaron Donald. This is the playoffs. So, yeah, so you would sit, hoped, and
0: uh, I'd go ahead and play Donald, wouldn't you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you got to, I mean... Dude, if we got to roll the dice on something, it's it's playing a guy like Aaron Donald that, and on the offensive side, I'm looking at stuff like that, too. Everyone was pissed off. T Higgins, you know, played a snap and went out last week. I would do the same shit this week. I'm, if I'm going to lose, it's because I put in my best player and I got screwed over. Not yep. because I sat him trying to outthink the rope.
1: Right. Yeah. All these little moves and dart throws were throwing at you and just suggestions. These are just side avenues or ways to get by if you need it. If you don't need it, don't reach for it.
0: Exactly right. If you got studs, play studs.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's <That's> the name <laughs> of the game.
0: Yeah. All right. That's the Rams. Let's head over to the Chargers where Derwin James did not play last week. I believe it was Alohi Gilman in for 100% of snaps, replacing him. Thoughts on that or anything else on the Chargers?
1: He should be good to go if uh, James is out again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he did OK. Yep. Yeah. Other than that, business as usual for the Chargers. Joey Bosa should be back theoretically at some point, but I'll believe that when I see it. Um, I've
1: gotten to the point, I can't trust Kalu Mac at all He's ice
0: cold right now Ice oh, cold Oh yeah. Uh, and yep. Van
1: Noy just went off last week Of course, you can't trust that Especially with Boza coming back uh, Avoid yep. all three is what I told everybody in the app
0: Their pass rush is shit right now Yep Seahawks, Cody Barton, 96% of snaps last week, and he's been up over 80%, 80, 85 90% for a month now. He's completely come back and is trustable again, somewhat. And then Ryan Neal, 99% of snaps. He appears to be good to go. Thoughts on Barton or anything else on the Seahawks?
1: Well, I mean, Barton's probably going to be awarded my year-long productive by default award i mean realistically <laughs> he started from the get-go and it was it was plain to see that it was productive by default within that's why he actually dropped off fairly quickly in snaps at the beginning of the year but they apparently don't have any other choice hey roll with it the guy's getting it done in the box score i'm i'm happy to have him on a couple of rosters and i'm glad he's back to producing did you see the jonathan abram sighting
0: it, i saw he went to it like Another place beyond. Uh, where where did he go now?
1: He backed up Neil.
0: Wow, that's wild, right? He's, I he's, didn't see it
1: either. I didn't know it either, man. He all of a sudden he's in the snap counts for Seattle. I'm like, what the hell?
0: When did he get there exactly? I, yeah,
1: dude, don't ask me. Do we really care?
0: No, no. Nope. Right. So other than that, Seahawks look good. No uh, injuries or anything to worry about. All right, let's look at the Chiefs. Chiefs, I think, are looking pretty good too. No significant injuries or issues. They they do have the Texans, though, so this is not like the uh the greatest show on turf across from them. So production should be limited.
1: Oh, well, here we go again. So Frank Clark is a known veteran. He has a hell of a matchup this week. I gotta throw that dart again. There it goes. It's flying. I think that wing just flew off that one though.
0: I'm with you though. I'm with you though, because think about it. Like the Texans are coming off a high of playing the Cowboys close and almost getting that one. And they're going to come crashing back down to earth. When the chiefs just annihilate them this week, they're going to be negative game script the whole damn time. They're going to have to throw the ball the whole damn time. And it's going to be pass rush for the chiefs the whole damn time.
1: Thornhill, He's been on a roll lately. Mm. And I just want to throw out a warning that if you play him, don't be mad at nobody, but yourself. If he flops.
0: Oh yeah, I've. It's funny you mention that because I've seen his name in a couple of uh, mm. waiver wire articles this week. And Jesus, uh, you couldn't pay me to do that.
1: We have a long record <laughs> on this guy, you know. Yeah, so we do. We're not looking that narrow in this situation with him. It's just the history's that bad, that long.
0: Uh, what? What is it? A broken clock is right twice a day, or whatever, right? Like right yeah
1: this might be acceptable if it was four or five weeks ago
0: it's the playoffs man yeah i mean this guy
1: this guy he can break you real quick
0: i am not doing that i'm with you so uh i hope he doesn't
1: break anybody but it's so risky
0: it is it is and that's what we're looking at we're looking at overall career overall production all that and uh not just last week (laughs) yeah all right, let's head to the 49ers. I got nothing. They look okay. No injuries. Any Anything on the Niners?
1: Uh, if I remember right, their entire defensive line was questionable.
0: Yeah, I mean, is always questionable. And uh, the other guy, too, um, the d-, d-, d tackle there. Uh, yeah, what am I saying? It doesn't matter. You're right. Yeah, yeah, those guys. It, Bosa's always got something, but he usually plays, so. Just keep an eye on it, you know, check it. And that's across the board. Always check inactives. There are very few things we control as fantasy football players. One of them is making sure you don't start a guy that's not playing. You can do that by checking inactives. So check them so before we hit our last team just a reminder we're brought to you by the sgpn bowl challenge college bowl challenge 250 bucks in cash and a 250 fifty dollar sgpn store gift card is up for grabs exclusively on the sgpn app let's finish up with the raiders jam brown was hurt last week and i saw today he's gone to ir Mm -hmm. So it's so it's the Luke Masterson, 56 percent of snaps last week and almost no production show, along (laughs) with Denzel Perryman, 100 percent of snaps and slightly better production. Uh, Has this changed anything for you or, or are we still not interested, just like last week?
1: Perryman's serviceable, but yeah, you can't go after Masterson. That's that's just that's just blind crazy at this point. There's nothing to support it. Devin Diablo can come off of IR anytime. Is that my understanding?
0: Right. And I don't believe it's this week because I saw something today saying it's probably not this week. But, yeah, next week it looks like we can finally get some production back in this linebacker core. Uh, The other piece of news here is Nate Hobbs was able to play 100% of snaps again last week and uh, had another good game. He's a solid corner option. Anything else on the Raiders?
1: Max Crosby has a hell of a matchup this week. Chandler Jones, congratulations for showing up last week. I believe he got himself a sack in a hell of a game. Man, there's a dart throw because, yeah, it's another great matchup. Maybe he's warmed up the last week or two, and maybe he'll be able to pull it off for us and and get it done in a deeper dart throw.
0: Yeah, I mean, overall body of work this year – He's had two good weeks, but they have been the last two weeks. So,
1: right. And looking <laughs> at his history, you're talking about one of the best, if not the best for a few years as for edge rushers in the league. Right. It's not like looking at Thornhill.
0: Exactly. Exactly. There's some pedigree there. Yeah. Right. So that's the Raiders. And that is the week 14 review, getting you ready for week 15. Good luck to everybody in playoffs. Don't outthink the room go with, you know, dance with the girl that, that you brought, do what you did to get to that point. And if it goes South then it goes South, we have no control over that. We set the lineups with the best information we have available at the time. And then we have no goddamn control over anything and whatever's going to happen is going to happen. That's it.
1: And may the fantasy football gods have mercy on your soul. Goodbye, everybody.
0: See you next week.